Hello and welcome back. My name is Rob Wong. This is The Great Date Guy and we're going to be talking about the one skill that you need to master if you're looking for business success in 2021. Hell, this, this even applies to your dating life as it usually does, right? Because people are the gatekeepers. People determine whether we succeed in life, and whether they say yes or no to you is what determines what you have in your life right now. So let's get started on that. So to begin with, we need to be taking a look at what is the number one determining factor in whether or not someone says yes to you. And while the obvious answer might be, well, um, what do I have to say? It might be what words I use. It might be what do I have on the table. And all those are certainly factors. But I think more importantly than that, we need to be talking about your delivery, right? And delivery, <laughs> delivery is kind of the make or break point for all of this. Because if I were to give you a script to read off to someone and you were like cold calling them, right? Just dialing up random people over the telephone. And what I had you selling was uh, teddy bears that exploded and then gave you diarrhea. Some of you, <laughs> some of you are not going to be about that product. <laughs> and some of you are. And the thing that will make the critical difference is how many of you are about that product? How many of you are like a hell yes to selling that thing, right? And even if you're given the same script, your performance will be completely different. Now, of course, you're not selling teddy bears that explode and give people diarrhea. Thank God, right? Like, <laughs> it's just weaponized cuteness. So that's not what you're doing. But what you are doing is selling you, for the most part, if you run your own business, for the most part, if you are online dating, I, I hope that you're selling you, right? The product that you're there to showcase is you. Which kind of begs the question then, how many of you are a fuck yes about you? Now, I asked that question with like a little bit of an edge because that's something that I kind of judge myself for, right? But as I look through um, at my own self-perception, at the way that I value myself, uh, the answer is I'm not really a fuck yes about me. But there are certain times that I am. And what I want to talk to you about is that. How do we unlock those moments, if you don't fully love and accept yourself, how do you turn things around so that for the next 15, 20 minutes, for the next hour or two, you actually do like yourself. You actually do like your life. Because I'm going to argue that that's the only time that you should be doing anything business or dating related. Not that you can't do it another way, right? Sometimes you need to plan out your business. And if you're not in that state of self-love and self-acceptance, if you're not in that mode of operation, it's okay. You can still get work done. You don't have to be perfect at this. 
But if you want maximum results, then it's really, really, really important to understand how do I unlock that state on a regular basis so that it's easily available to me, right? So the first and obvious solution here is to start attending therapy. And a lot of you are not going to take that advice. A lot of you are not down for that. But I'm going to have to continue to give it a shout out here, right? Um, the therapy that I attend is online. It's like $60 a week. It's really not that expensive for the benefits that I've gotten out of it. And the number one thing that I'm noticing is that as I go through therapy, I become less reactive to stuff in real life. And as I pay attention, when I'm in conversation with people, I'm triggered all the time. It might not be the case that I'm like angry or upset or having a shouting match with someone at Target in the parking lot. But <laughs> I do notice that my nervous system gets like offended or like a little bit upset or a little bit unsettled in conversation all the time. Right. And it's out of like a one or a two. But that's enough to distract from my overall purpose, which is to be present and to be having like a really good flowy time. Right not putting a ton of effort into succeeding, because that's ultimately what this podcast is about. And so I'll break down why that works, right? In a nutshell, therapy, to me, is about reducing allostatic load. And allostatic load is, you can kind of think of it as your number rating on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of how baseline stressed you are all the time. And if... Your number is something like a seven or a six. You may notice that it doesn't take very much to bump you up to like an eight or nine or 10, in which case you entered a triggered state, you're really angry, it's easy to be upset, you're irritable, everything feels overwhelming, or you're just stressed out and burned out, right? Like you just need to get away from everyone and take a nap or eat some chocolate, or whatever it is that you do to cope in those moments. Just, just rub one out. <laughs> uh, okay, so with that being said, right, if you can begin to lower your allostatic load number, it takes more and more in order to get you to that triggered, overwhelmed, stressed out, burned out state. So the value there is, if we can drop you down to like a 2 or a 1, then you're almost never going to be in a situation where you feel like super critical of yourself or your environment or your job or the people in your life. And when you can stay out of that mode, then it's much, much easier to get into the mode where like life is pretty fucking awesome, right? You need to have that solid foundation. So therapy is a really, really affordable way to do that. Like if you were to sign up with me for coaching, it would cost you $1,500 a month, right? And how much therapy does that buy you, <laughs> right? So if you have insurance, if you can afford therapy, I highly recommend it, right? It's cheaper than hiring a coach and it gets that very specific job done well provided you find the right therapist. Now, are they going to be able to help you earn more money? Probably not. Therapists have a very specialized skill set. But what they will be able to help you with is that allostatic load. So sign up, even if you don't have a condition, right? But you find yourself stressed out and burned out all the time. If you find yourself not as productive as you would like to be, lowering your number is going to make leagues of difference. Now, moving forward, the other thing that you want to be a, like paying attention to 
is how does your body feel? And I want you, if you're listening right now, I want you to stop and just begin to scan through from the top of your head down to your eyes. Notice if there's any aching in your left or your right eye, maybe both. Scrolling down to your cheeks and your jaw, notice if it's clenched. Notice if, you, if your tongue is like stuck to the roof of your mouth. Notice your neck and your shoulders. Are they bunched up? Are they uncomfortable? Is your back really warm, right? Are you cold? Do you want to eat something? How does your heart feel? Are you thirsty? And as you scan through, just keep on going down, what's going on with your hips? How about your knees? Are you itchy anywhere? <laughs> How are your feet doing? And as you scan through, you may notice that there are several points in your body that feel not so great, right? <laughs> they're tight, they're tense, they're a source of pain or intense itching, whatever the case may be. Can you tell that I've been bitten by fleas recently? <laughs> itching is definitely there for me. Now, the more physical suffering you're experiencing, and as we mentioned before in previous episodes, the more emotional suffering you are experiencing. So if you are physically not comfortable in your own skin, it will be physically harder to show up in that energized, happy, kind of like ecstatic state where you should be creating from, right? Where you should be dating from. So it's up to you to begin. And the thing that I would recommend here, right? You don't have to do it this way, but but I do recommend at least beginning to bring awareness to what's going on. So the body scan that we just did is something that I do routinely throughout the day. Whenever I stop and I remember, oh, uh, okay, I feel not great. What's going on in my body? From there, I can begin to troubleshoot what needs to happen. Do I need to take a break? <laughs> is it fucking nap time? Is it time for a snack? Like, I'm beginning to treat myself the way that I would treat a toddler, right? Is, <laughs> is it time to play with toys? Do you need to go outside and get some sun and some air? Then go do that thing. And you may find that once you do that one critical thing, your mood immediately snaps back into a place where you're feeling really, really good. Like just 10 minutes of exercise and listening to some birds chirping in some trees might be the thing that makes your day fucking awesome. So I would recommend using those body scans and the, that pain that you notice as a sign that there's some way for you to optimize your day and your experience of the day. And as a special bonus for making it all the way to the end, I am going to include something that will accelerate your ability to do critical problem solving a 540% improvement over your baseline. I'm going to give you something at the same time that will increase your ability to learn by 490%. I'm going to give you the keys to unlocking flow state right here and right now. Okay, so the first thing that you need is a sense of safety, right? You need an environment where you are pretty sure you're not going to be judged. So that means potentially finding your car or an open office where no one will bother you or an empty park where no one else is around. You, you might even use your closet if you have to, right? But ultimately, you want an environment where you have as few triggers and cues for your inner critic as possible. 
Now, once you're in that environment, it's up to you to begin taking some small measured risks. And the best way to begin taking those risks is some form of self-expression. So maybe you just start giving an impromptu speech about something, right? Or if you're like me, you just start recording a podcast. <laughs> you can begin freestyle rapping. You can even begin writing, uh, writing poetry, for instance, or working on a blog article without, and this is important, without engaging in any kind of corrective behavior. If you make a typo, um, if you write or say something the wrong way, in quotes, uh, you just ignore it and you keep on plowing through. So once you begin to do this, right, and, and again, any kind of self-expression is fine here. If your self-expression is taking off your clothes and rolling on the floor naked, that's perfectly fine. It just has to feel like a risk. But once you can continue to do that, uh, something interesting begins to happen. Your brain will begin to notice that, oh, it's okay if I take this risk. It's okay if I make mistakes. Let me shut down the inner critic part of my brain. And now everything that I do is okay. What's actually going on in the background is that you're switching over to your unconscious mind. Uh, you're allowing it to take the reins. And your unconscious mind represents anywhere from 95 to uh, 99% of your overall cognition. So you really want this. It's much more powerful than your normal thought process in a lot of different ways, right? Obviously, normal logical thinking has its time and place. But when you're out to create something, right, that has a lot of magic and energy to it, then you really... Coming from your unconscious mind is the place to be. Like, that's where Salvador Dali created his paintings. He would fall asleep with, I think it was like a bell or something in his hand. So the minute that his muscles relaxed, the noise would wake him up. And then he would then he would do a little painting, right? Um, so um, many, many, many of the creative geniuses that you experience the works of today operate from that purely unconscious place whenever they can. Uh, and that's the brilliance of their work. They don't have to put in much effort at all in order to succeed. And that's exactly what I want for you to have this, the burst of creative brilliance whenever you want at the drop of a hat without having to put in much effort to get there. So provided that you can keep up that risk taking for about 15 to 20 minutes, right? Then everything after that will feel, well, easy and natural, like you don't have to put in effort. And the way that you'll notice that flow state is there is that all of a sudden it'll feel like nothing is wrong. Um, if you're writing, the words will come easily. You won't have to think about it. They'll just flow onto the page. If you're freestyle rapping, for instance, if, that what, if, if that's what you chose for self-expression, then you won't have to think about hitting the beat on time, right? The words will just come to you. All of a sudden, if you weren't rhyming, you're going to begin rhyming. And you won't have to think about it. It'll just be there. Um, and uh, so on and so forth, right? Um, flow state is that place of unlimited creativity and potential. And once you're tapped in, you'll know. The final thing to notice here is that um, the, the first two things that we brought up here today, therapy and what was the other thing? <laughs> Body scans, right? Paying attention to your physical pain, which influences your emotional pain. Those two things are like setting the proper context, right? They help you reach flow state faster when they're addressed. And my favorite example, right, is like hunting for truffles. If you want truffles, you need to plant a forest, right, with the right kind of trees. And if you don't have the right kind of trees or the forest, you're not going to get truffles. But even if you do, 
it's not a guarantee, right? You can only have the conditions that allow for it to appear. Now, the more optimized your conditions, the more frequently they will appear, and then you'll be a rich-ass truffle farmer or, you know, business person or dating person, whatever your end goal was. <laughs> um, flow state will be the thing that makes the difference for you. But I think that the most important piece to notice here is that it's not a guarantee, right? And the best that you can do is improve the odds of this thing showing up. You can run through the steps, and if you've done a good enough of a job of taking care of you, which is why self-love is so important, if you've done a good enough of a job of taking care of you and your environment, right, where you live, where you spend your time, do you like those things? Do you experience a sense of joy and ease when you're in your room or in your office? And if you do, then flow state will be there more frequently for you. So that's all the time that we have for today. My name is Rob Wong. This is the Great Date Guy podcast. And if you got something out of today's episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a rating. Um, I've been looking at that rating count and it's at seven. That's not cool. <laughs> it's been at seven for a long time. So help me raise that number up this week. All right. That's it. it. Uh, I will catch you next Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific time. Thank you so much for being here, and I love you. I'll catch you then. Peace.